Hello and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Disruptive Voices of the Pacific. Today we are disrupting the silence around women in pornography. This is not an issue we talk about often, especially in the Pacific, but it's an issue that many women struggle with. Um, And this probably shocks a number of you. Do women watch porn? I I get asked that quite a bit. Yes, they do. How do I know this? Well, because I um, speak a lot when I'm in Fiji at women's groups, churches, men's groups, rugby groups, youth groups, you name it. I feel like I've spoken to everyone. Um, And I speak a lot on the harms of pornography and the fact that both men and women struggle. And afterwards, I get... A number of young women particularly coming up to me either in person or messaging me on Facebook and just saying thank you. Thank you for addressing this issue and thank you for saying that women struggle with it because I have struggled with it. Um, And these women go on to tell me their stories and I'm able to direct them to some help, which is really important. We don't need to stay um, in the shame and the silence of porn addiction. A website, a very popular porn website, states stated in 2021 that 35% of the traffic to their website that year were from women. Another study that just came out this year by Fight the New Drug, um, they interviewed um, a heap of people and 60% of women reported that they had consumed pornography in the past month. So all the statistics are out there telling us, not only the statistics, but the stories as well. And I had a young Fijian woman, she's in her early 20s by the name of Tia. She contacted me in 2020. She'd seen the work that I was doing across Fiji around the issue of pornography. And she wanted to share her story um, and just you know, find healing. There's so much healing as we share and I'd admire her courage. And so I wrote her story and put it in my book, The Disruptive Voices of Fijian Women. Um, This is a story, this is a book of um, 10 women who've been abused and, and Tia's story around her addiction to pornography because pornography and abuse, they're linked. And so that's why I chose to put her story in my book and she has been so brave in sharing. Then last year I interviewed her via Zoom because the borders weren't quite yet open back to Fiji. And so I'm just going to play you that interview in a few minutes because I think you'll um, you'll be encouraged by her honesty, by her openness and by the hope that there is help. But why do women watch porn? And I get asked this quite often. Um, I myself have never um, had a porn addiction or it's never been part of my life, even though I talk about it extensively. But from the research and uh, just speaking to other women, uh, this is what I've worked out from just my years of study and chatting. Uh, Why do women watch porn? Well, there's a few, well, there's probably many reasons, but just the few I'm going to state. Well, firstly, they have stumbled across it. Quite often these days, and I say it often, that porn is predatory. And if the average age of seeing porn is between the ages of 8 to 11, a lot of young women are finding it as young girls. And because of our silence and we haven't warned them and we haven't told them that they're going to see this, that pornography is going to pop up as you're watching cartoons or playing some of your children's games. And so then it leads them down a, a road that they never wanted to go down um, and that, 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 they have, um, that they're stuck in, that they're addicted in. And so quite often women just stumble across porn like many of our young men do as well. 
The other reason why women might watch porn is because they're curious. They see that the boys are watching it um, and the boys are watching a lot of it. (laughs) And so they're curious of what goes on um, in pornography. The other reason is because of peer pressure. Um, Their friends might be watching it or they might say, watch, you know, take a look at this. And as girls, we love to be loved. We love to be part of the cool group. Um, peer pressure is a big issue. And so in order to stay in that group uh, or with those friends, we will succumb to the pressure of watching pornography. The other reason why girls might watch porn is because they see that boys are watching it and so that's, that's, what they, that's how they think they need to act in order for the boys to like them, especially during sex so they're watching porn as sex education to think that this is what they've got to do in order to please the boys again because as girls we want to be loved (laughs) we want to keep those boys we want to please them quite often and this comes from a place that is not healthy um, or whole but because of maybe issues in our own life or sexual abuse or a lack of a father um, we are desperate and so we're looking um, to what pleases the boys and what can keep Um, that relationship going the other reason why women might watch porn is because we crave intimacy and attachment and so we go searching for this in pornography only pornography lies to us and instead of finding that attachment or intimacy in porn um, we're left feeling lonely and quite often shameful and guilt Um, And lastly, the reason why women watch porn is just because it's everywhere and you can't help but see it. And we have a generation growing up where pornography is not just on those porn websites, but it's in the Instagram, it's on TikTok, Netflix, um, everywhere our young people are, there is pornography in the music videos, you can't escape it. And so they're just growing up thinking, well, what's wrong with watching it? Um, because you don't no longer have to walk into a shop and buy a magazine and come home and crawl under your bed and hide it. it it's just everywhere. And so there's some of the reasons why women find themselves addicted to porn. Um, and there is so much shame and guilt around it, even more so for women, because quite often we're told only men struggle with it. <laughs> it's just a men's problem. And so um, as a woman, you can feel very lonely and isolated and think there must be something so deeply wrong with me that I'm addicted to porn. The result of women watching porn, again, statistics show um, that women and girls who watch porn are more likely to be sexually abused or harassed because they're watching They're seeing pornography and uh, they think that that's normalised behaviour. That's how men treat women, that it's okay to touch their body and do this and that to them. And so, unfortunately, um, porn grooms our girls to think that this is normalised behaviour. The other thing that porn is doing, and we see this um, a lot here in Australia, particularly more in the Western world, is it teaches girls to hate their bodies. And as a result... Um, We have girls going to plastic surgeons and getting all sorts of things done to their bodies and private parts so they look like the porn stars. And again, this is a huge tragedy. And so we want to encourage um, young women today that if you're struggling with this issue of pornography, um, please, I would love to hear your story. Please reach out to me. You can email me at letitia at citywomen.com.au or just contact me through Facebook Messenger. 
Um, otherwise, there's, there is help in Fiji. Um, the Lifeline Helpline is a toll-free toll number, 1543. And they have been trained in how to help those struggling with porn. So 1543, you can call Lifeline. There's uh, quite a number of young women on the phones um, and older women um, on those helplines. So request to speak to a woman. Also, there is a great website called SheRecovery.com. And this is started by a good friend of mine in the States. Her name is Crystal. Um, she has written books and speaks extensively on the harms of pornography to women. She herself struggled with porn for many, many years. And so knows firsthand the struggles and how to find freedom in it. So SheRecovery.com, they do, um, well, she does a, a big online conference every year. I've spoken at that. Um, and she has a whole bunch of resources and virtual recovery groups and things you can get involved in there. So SheRecovery.com. So there's help, there's hope. You don't need to remain um, in the misery and guilt and shame of watching pornography. So hold on and listen to my interview with Tia and we shall be back again with another episode of the Disruptive Voices of the Pacific. Today I'm joined by a very special young woman. Her name is Tia, all the way from Fiji. This year I've helped to author a book called The Disruptive Voices of Fijian Women. It's 10 stories of women who have experienced abuse or porn addiction in their life. And the aim of the book is to really disrupt a lot of the silence around these issues and bring light into them so that we might be able to help other women in the future. So thank you, Tia, for joining me. I'm glad to be here. You're one of the really courageous, bold women in the book. In fact, your chapter nine, um, your name is Joanna, but your real name is Tia and you've been happy to be identified. Um, so thank you for your courage in sharing your story. Thank you. Um, I'm deeply honoured to be part of the book. So, you know, the book is, is stories of abuse, but why I um, included stories of those struggling with pornography um, is because they're, they're so interlinked and porn fuels a lot of um, the abuse and the domestic violence and is not just a big struggle for men but as women and so you've really shared your journey of uh, struggling with porn. So why did you decide that you wanted to write your story for this book? Uh, right about that time when um, I was in school, I was introduced to this page, uh, Fiji Free from uh, Pornography, last year. And uh, a friend of mine actually shared his journey before me, and uh, uh, along with other powerful men and women who came out and shared their story. So I was inspired uh, to share mine. And also, I, I had this conviction in my heart to share my story. And in the process, after doing so, I was amazed at how much I was healed by sharing that part of me that has been in the dark for quite a long time. Yeah, can you explain that a bit more? Because quite often um, what stops people from sharing is the shame. Um, you know, yeah. they're afraid of what people will think of them. But how did you find healing from sharing your story? Because for a long time I... I was ashamed and I felt guilty of having to um, watch pornography more often. And then at, at some point in my life, I felt like I was addicted. 
and um and then i was actually trying to find a way where i could like escape this drug because it felt like a drug and it is um it has the same same stimulation of uh how a drug affects a addicted person like you would keep going back and forth going back and forth for it so in the process of sharing my story um there was an impeccable exchange of um shame and guilt like there was a movement from shame to healing so i felt that impact in that that part of me um was released from me. and uh, though i might say that um not immediately you will feel free or you feel healed but eventually gradually um after so much realization and evaluation of what i wrote and why i shared my story i came to an understanding that i have made an, a big impact not only in other people's life but also my life so what has been the response to you speaking out and especially putting it on writing you know and in a book that is uh, going around many nations now uh, and will mm. definitely come to fiji what's been the response from family or friends uh, in your world um after writing the story and uh, also uh, after having that interview the first interview i read um a lot of responses were positive and um though i must say that um different people have different perspective of how they see you or how they view you and especially after talking about something that is very sensitive here in fiji and i believe also in our, in all around the world and um the fact that i came out and uh after sharing it uh, a lot of the responses were positive some um were negative because having to lack the understanding of why i shared the story and therefore um as a result um their responses were all justified whether it was positive or whether it was negative it was all justified because i i came to realization came to an understanding that people have different perspective of how they see things and how they conclude things therefore it's okay whether they see you as a bad person or as a good person um it is on them how they want to view a person or how they want to judge a person but um it is important for us that are sharing that are sharing our stories to understand that um different people have different perspectives and i guess at the end of the day you've got to know clearly why you're sharing uh, and why you're speaking up about this um mm. and because it, it it's not for everyone but it's so important that we do have people who speak up because Uh, as I've been getting around Australia to the Fijian community um quite often they're shocked to hear that women in Fiji struggle with porn. <laughs> Australians are still shocked that women struggle with porn. We think it's just a male issue but especially in Fiji where it's not talked about at all. So um by you speaking up um it's really shining a light on this issue. I mean how how prevalent is view, uh, porn viewing among females in Fiji? so far no studies or research has been done um to show how many uh, Fijian women or girls struggle with pornography there's no specific statistics as to be really sure of how many women struggle with it but i must add that here in Fiji as well as in other countries that hardly you will meet people that will come up to you and say that they're struggling with porn 
And I suppose that it's the shame and the guilt that's wrapped around it. Uh, people will hardly acknowledge the fact that um, they're struggling with uh, addiction to pornography solely because of the taboo not to talk about it um, because it's a sensitive topic. And here we are expected to bury it and deal with it on our own, um, even if we're addicted to it. So I believe that if we talk about it, people will start to come out and come out of their fears or being judged and walk in the freedom uh, of not having to keep the shame in their system. And I believe a lot of women here in Fiji will agree with me on that. Yeah, absolutely. It uh, damages um, not just your spirit, but your body, your soul, every part of you. And, and you're right, there are no specific um, research around Fiji and women and porn watching, but there is worldwide uh, research mm. out there now. And, and they're saying it's about one in every three women are visitors to porn sites. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's a huge number. And that's inside the church and outside the church. Uh, and the porn industry is going after our girls now because it knows it has the boys. Um, so... We need to be checking in on our on our girls. And you mentioned in, in your chapter just how your parents um, were very conservative, very protective. Was there something that they could have done um, to help protect you from seeing porn or um, at least warning you? Or were they just fully unaware that this was an issue? They were just fully unaware that it was an issue that, um, that I was struggling with and more that there was a time that we brought it up um, into the table of discussion, discuss about the issues that we've been struggling with. It's just like you deal with it, um, and that's it. And there was, I like, I didn't have the courage then or the confidence then to tell them that I was struggling with it. Uh, and that's yeah. why we launched Fiji Free From Porn uh, last year and uh, was to really help uh, parents understand the hugeness of the issue and to be able to have these conversations. We can't keep silent about yeah. it um, and I'm not going to go into details of your story because we want to encourage people um, to get the book, read it um, and also read the other stories to just keep disrupting the silence. But as we finish, what is um, one piece of advice that you'd like to give to women and girls of Fiji who might be struggling with the issue of pornography? Um, to all my sisters out there, um, do not be afraid to share your story because there's power in sharing your story, because not only is your story powerful, but the healing that comes with it is more powerful than you could ever imagine. And if you have, if you don't have anyone to share it with it, to share with uh, the shame and the guilt that you've been going through, uh, you can start with God, because he's always ready to hear and always ready to listen to um, whatever we're going through. And just know that everyone has a story, um, I believe that um, regardless of what ethnicity you're from or what age you are or who you are, whether you're rich or you're poor, everyone has a story and you are not alone. On that note, um, we should also expect people to judge us even till this time. It is in our human nature to always say something about someone or something. And uh, it's called perspective. Like we always have... Um, something to say about how we view things and how we want always want to conclude things in our brains and that's okay different people have different perspective of how they see you 
And the reason why I'm sharing this is uh, because I was judged. And uh, though some didn't have the guts to say it in front of my face, um, it made me realize that um, regardless of what I do, whether it be good or whether it be bad, people will always have something to say. And for those that have been convicted to share the story, it's okay to come out, it's okay to voice, to give a voice to their story because there's power in your story. And um, you, would, you wouldn't really know how powerful your story is now, but there will come a time that you will realize how powerful your story is. And to my sisters who are struggling right now with domestic violence, abuse, stress, depression, anxiety, insecurities, don't stop fighting, sis. You know that you are the most powerful um, being God has ever created in this earth and you are powerful you are strong and you are gonna fight this through no matter what because the suffering that you endure today is nothing compared to the joy that's coming and that's all that that i just want to share to all my sisters out there who want to share their story and this is for you thank you for being a voice um, thank you for disrupting the silence and um, may god use you to bring a lot of light across your nation Thank you. I see your suffering. I see the pain beneath that bowl of smile. Come out from hiding. The sun is rising. Let the islands hear resolve. 